Welcome, dear listener, to another episode of True Hauntings and Scary Stories, the podcast where we alternate between spooky conversation and scary short stories. (laughs) Now, here's your host, Miss Cynthia C. Welcome, ghosts and goblins and ghouls of all kinds. Welcome to True Hauntings and Scary Stories. Today, Kat and I would like to say a big thank you. Right, Kat? Yes, ma'am. To our newest patrons. We have two. Two new patrons. So we have Loyla, which, side note, your name is awesome. Love it. And we have Diana, who I actually met at my hair salon. So shout out to her. And she got her hair done. It was so cute. So thank you, you guys, for supporting the show. And they are at the, um, what level is that called? Admirer level? I think so. Yeah. It's $2.50 a month, less than a cup of coffee. And they get to hear our bonus episodes every month pretty freaking sweet all right so today's episode we are talking about haunted disney the most magical place on earth or the most haunted turns out the most spooky i'm going to talk about a couple of walt disney world um ghost like haunted attractions and then cat is going to talk about a couple of Disneyland haunted attractions because she's been there and I've been to Disney World like a bunch of times growing up in Florida. So, yeah. Growing up in Oregon, we, you know, Disneyland was just a hop and a skip over, but Mm -hmm. I've never been to Disney World. But now that I live in Alabama, it's definitely on my bucket list. So I'm excited to hear about it because then I'm going to remember it so that when we go, because we will go, I will go. It's going to mm-hmm. happen. That mm-hmm. way I can, when we're going to these places, I can be like, look, see that? Oh, oh, did you see that? Did you see that? That's what Cindy was talking about. <laughs> There's the spot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if our listeners have any of their own spooky stories for Disneyland or Disney World, definitely let us know. You can write in and give us your spooky stories and mm-hmm. where where can they write in they can email me at cynthia at truehauntings.com um you could also join the facebook group which the link is also in the show notes and you could um post it in there too because we love to exchange spooky stories in that group so either one of those ways would work and if you okay so i don't think i've ever said this before but If you post a spooky story in the Facebook group and you're okay with me reading it on the show, just put that as a side note in the post and then we'll know like, hey, we can mention this because sometimes I reach out to people and I'm like, hey, I love what you posted in the group. Do you mind if I say that on the show or whatever? But yeah, just make a little note and then we'll know. And we love reading listener stories on the show. We love connecting with you guys. That's my favorite kind of episode to do Mm -hmm. 
This one's kind of fun. So I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard a lot of different spooky stories on Disneyland because it is the oldest. It was built first. I shouldn't say Mm -hmm. it's the oldest, but it was built first. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Disney World was built after. And then they went on to the different countries and stuff. You know, you got Tokyo Disney and all that fun stuff. Um, So there's been stories floating around about different you know the the monorail kid and uh the mom spreading her son's ashes in the haunted mansion Mm -hmm. um these are very very common stories that y'all can find on the interweb so i wanted to share something a little bit extra spooky with you guys and i was actually able to find cast members which is what they call any employee of Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found a website where you can actually, if you're a cast member of Disneyland, you can submit your own spooky story. So I have a couple of those to Nice. Read. These are firsthand accounts, not just word of mouth or anything mm. like that. Those, these are legit stories. But the one that I always really liked as the one of the most common Disneyland haunts is Walt Disney's apartment in Disneyland. Have you heard about that one before? I have. And I love this story. It's just so heartwarming. Mm-hmm. And I really, really want to stay in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the spooky person in me just wants to go there so bad. I don't know if you can, but yeah, you can definitely not. see it. So it's been said that Walt Disney haunts Disneyland himself, which is always really fun. So there is a firehouse on Main Street, and there's a little apartment above the firehouse, and that's where Walt used to stay when he was at the park. And that was, he had a little office in there and everything, and he'd see, he'd oversee the goings on of the park and all that good stuff. But there was a lamp in the window, and he would turn the lamp on, or, or light it, uh, whatever you want to call it. I like to turn on my lamp. <laughs> but he would turn on the lamp, and that way, anyone that was at the park, if they saw the lamp on, they would know that Walt was in the park with them. He was there either walking around or he was up in his apartment. That was his way of symbolizing to his cast and crew. I'm here, guys. Mm -hmm. So after Walt Disney died, a cast member, again, just someone who's employed by Disney, a cast member was cleaning out the apartment and dusting and keeping it up kept and all that stuff. She turned off the light as she was leaving so then she goes downstairs and she gets out onto the street outside the fire dep- firehouse and all that. And she turns around and sees that the lamp is back on. Hmm. So she's like, what the heck? What's going on here? Maybe I didn't turn it off. Maybe I bumped it. What? I don't know. So she goes back upstairs, unplugs the light and leaves, goes back out to the street, turns around. Lamp is on. Hmm. Love it. Right? So to to this day, the lamp in the window is left on, either as a way to symbolize that Walt Disney is always there with us in spirit at the park, or 
what I love is they just can't figure out how to turn it off and keep it off. (laughs) (laughs) But either way, that's one of my favorite haunted stories, quote unquote, for for Disneyland is just Walt Disney is always there checking on things. Love it. I've always loved that story. I feel like if I ever win the lottery, maybe money talks. Maybe I can pay enough money to be able to stay in that apartment for a night. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. It's my lottery goal. It's on my lottery bucket list. (laughs) I found a few little snippets about Disney World that I think are noteworthy. So I was just going to kind of mention those and then tell... Um, the actual attractions that I focused on. So one of the little snippets I found is that in Frontierland, um, near Liberty Liberty Square, I think, in um, Disney World, there's a firehouse there. And in the window of the firehouse is a doll that's like propped up in the window, looking out the window. You and dolls. We got to get you off <laughs> no, dolls. Right? I love a good creepy doll. I'm going to buy you one. And then finally, you're just going to be like, okay, no more dolls. Yeah. Well, here, listen, I have the, I have a princess Diana porcelain doll in her wedding gown that is to scale. So the train is huge on this doll. And my nanny gave it to me. She displayed it in her living room the day I got married. Um, and she gave it to me and it's in my basement and I feel bad about that. I feel like I should put it on display in my office somewhere, you know, but it's just, it takes up so much room because the dress and the train on it are huge, you know? Well, yeah, but I bet it's haunted came from Nanny's house. It was on display there for years. It could be. Or what I'll do is I'll have your husband send me that envelope of hair and I'll make a doll (laughs) out of the, oh, the hair and then Can send it you to you. imagine <laughs> somebody putting that hair from nanny's third floor on a doll that that's how you get haunted dolls people that's how you do that's it that's how you do it no i yeah that's messed up see cat you always take it that extra <laughs> that extra step <laughs> That's why he got me as your co-host. <laughs> right? It's perfect. So does the doll at the firehouse do anything? Um, there are rumors that the doll will change positions um, or like um, look at like move on its own. There are rumors about that. But I found that the creepiest thing about this particular doll is that the reason the doll is on display in the window of the firehouse of Frontierland is back in those days, people would actually prop a doll up in the window of their homes to let the fire brigade know that children live there so that they would know to rescue children from the house. That was the sign that there was children living there for the fire brigade. Okay. So I thought that that was kind of creepy that they added that little detail like Disney is so detailed and nuanced with their um, props and everything Mm -hmm. and I thought that was really cool and also the same firehouse um, has a little plaque at the top of it that's like I guess it's some kind of um, 
symbol that they would put on homes back in those days when you made a donation to the firehouse, like if you were a firehouse supporter, they would put that emblem on your house so that the fire brigade would know that you donated to them so they would try harder to save you. <laughs> we'll save these guys first. They gave us money. Yeah, right? <laughs> and they have a kid, so... <laughs> You gotta love that sense of community back then, though. Right? Oh, my gosh. So I, I thought that was interesting. Also, at the Tower of Terror, I, I didn't even know this. I've ridden the ride once, I think. But the Tower of Terror... And in Disneyland, they, don't, they had the Tower of Terror for a while, but they have something else there now. I don't remember what oh, it really? is, but they, they did away with it. I did not know this, but the Tower of Terror is kind of themed after the Twilight Zone. Mm -hmm. So in the entire ride, they have little nods to the Twilight Zone TV show. And one uh, and they have actual props from the, the Twilight Zone shows. Really? That's cool. Yeah. So one of the props that they have is a ventriloquist dummy that's at the very end of the ride as you're leaving. This ventriloquist dummy is from a TV show where the dummy gets possessed in the Twilight Zone episode. And right. it's at the end of the Tower of Terror ride. And you can nice. totally walk right past it. <laughs> and it's like the quintessential creepy as crap looking ventriloquist dummy. It's like See, the one you picture. I think all ventriloquist dummies are creepy. Mm, they like, are. regardless, they're just creepy. Yeah. So those snippets I thought were interesting, but I decided to, one of my places I was really going to focus on is the Haunted Mansion. And I know that that everybody kind of knows that it's haunted or whatever, or that it's supposed to be, but... Um, well, of course it's haunted. It's called the Haunted Mansion. Yes. They have 999 happy haunts waiting to greet you. <laughs> That's like their <laughs> slogan. So... <laughs> And at the end of the ride, they're like, we have 999 happy haunts, but there's room for one more. Any volunteers? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, this just makes me want to go back to Disneyland or Disney yeah. World. Either one. I'm ready yeah. for a vacation. Let's go. All the cast members that work at the Haunted Mansion specifically, they get really into character. So if you notice, they all look angry and depressed they won't smile at you they've been trained not to so they are truly the minute you walk on they are trained to make you feel creeped out and uncomfortable and the one guy when I went there recently he had his eyes like he had makeup on and he had like this reddish black makeup around his eyes and like he he was fully embodying it which I appreciate so that's creepy in and of itself. But here's the thing. First of all, you need to know that people really do sometimes bring the ashes of their loved ones to Disney World or Disneyland, and they try to spread them on various rides, whatever ride is meaningful to them or to the deceased, you know, to, to kind of let their deceased relative rest at Disney or whatever. Side note, you're not supposed to. No, it's actually very much illegal, and you could go to jail. <laughs> and they definitely ban you for life. Disney will ban you for life for trying to spread ashes if you get caught in the process of doing it. 
So don't get caught. So <laughs> no, I'm just, just kidding. Don't do it. So don't listen. Do it. Listen though. If you do that, you need to know that they have specialized um, HEPA vacuums that they clean it up with, and it just goes to the trash. So if you spread your loved one's ashes there, they will just vacuum it up and throw it away. So don't do that. So you need to know that. Well, what you also need to know is that Disney World, specifically, the most popular ride for people to attempt to do that is, of course, the Haunted Mansion. Right. So they actually have alarms built into the ride that detect I guess dust, I guess it would detect. It's something that detects when you try to spread ashes and it will, it will alert the uh, cast members that you've done that. And then they will swoop in and clean it up. Cause it's a biohazard technically, I guess. And so they'll swoop in and clean it up and try to figure out who did it. And if they figure it out, you're out, you're out of Disney for life. I want to be there when that happens. Mm. I want to know what technology that they have that that detects someone throwing dust particles. Yeah. Yeah, it is weird. But you know what, though? It might, I guess it would add to the ambiance, right? Because dust, you know, dustiness is haunted and spooky. So, you know, isn't it contributing to the effect of the Mm -hmm. ride? Here's the stories I found for the Haunted Mansion. Um... There's a different one. There's a version of it for Disneyland, and there's a version of it for Disney World. Mm -hmm. It's the same basic story, but slightly different. So the one for Disneyland says that a mother spread her young son's ashes on the ride and that he didn't want that. He It scared him. So now as a spirit, you can find him at the end of the ride crying because he doesn't want to be there or he's scared or whatever. Good job, Mom. Yeah, that's really sad. But the Disney World one is much more fun. (laughs) So the Disney World one is that the mother spread her son's ashes and that now he loves to play there and he like spooks people and plays on the ride and stuff. And they I even found a picture where somebody says that they snapped that picture when they got on their doom buggy. You know, that's what they call the cart that you ride in. Um, When they got in their doom buggy, they saw a little boy peek his head out from a doom buggy, a couple in front of them. And so they snapped a picture and it's this little boy's glowing face sticking out from the doom buggy, like staring at them. And they claimed that there was no children riding in front of them, that nobody, no children boarded in front of them. That's great. And just to be clear, she's saying doom buggy not dune as in we're riding sand dunes or anything like that but your impending doom yes d-o-o-m those are so fun buggy the other one for disneyland is that uh mother had a very ill son and she promised him that once he was better they would go to disneyland um he never got better and ended up passing away and so she took a picture of the two of them to the ride and while in line when she got up to the front she asked one of the cast members if they could place the picture somewhere in the haunted mansion and they did oblige her they put it behind one of the photographs or something like that and it's actually still there oh yeah i actually love that that's way more respectful to the deceased than to try to spread their ashes or whatever you Mm -hmm. know 
I like it. I mean, I would I hope mind that's true. being spread at Disneyland. So that's my Haunted Mansion one. You want to hear some uh, cast member stories? I do. I picked two of the best ones. Nice. That I thought were the best anyways. A uh, couple of them were like, mm, no. We trust your judgment. <laughs> this one was really good, though. So this was titled The Men's Room's Basement Ghost. And this Ooh. was submitted by Annabelle. <laughs> Annabelle? <laughs> Right. <laughs> this is going downhill. Like one fast. L though. One L. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so I work third shift in custodial. Everyone jokes around that the, about the park being haunted, especially if you're new. I was in my first year as a third shift custodial. So I had already heard all of the ghost stories from other cast members. I was afraid to work alone anywhere in the park. At this point, I hadn't had anything happen to me till this night. And I'll never forget. So I was working in Toontown, and I was assigned to work in Mickey's basement, which is below Mickey's house. There is a set of bathrooms, a break room, and a small gym. I started off by cleaning the men's bathroom, then went over to the women's bathroom. As I went into the women's bathroom, I started to hear something moving around. I wasn't sure what it was. I ignored it, continued to work. Then I started to sweep the gym, and again I heard something moving. This time I heard it coming from the men's bathroom so i shouted hello anyone in the men's bathroom there was no response so i took a look in the men's bathroom nothing no one was in there so i continued to work i like that she's dedicated she's like i'm just gonna keep going i got Mm -hmm. stuff to do yeah as i'm in the break room i hear it again something moving around in the men's bathroom i go look again and the trash can was in the middle of the bathroom I just thought maybe I didn't move it back when I was cleaning, so I moved it back to the side. I go back to cleaning the break room, then I started to sweep and mop all the floors. As soon as I started to mop, there it goes again. Movement in the men's bathroom. I go to look, and the trash can was moved again. This time it was on the opposite side of the room. Mm-mm. That's when I started to get scared. I moved it back and was trying to rush out of there. I had already finished the bathrooms and the gym. When I was halfway done in the break room, I hear the trash can move again, and this time I ignore it and try to move as fast as I can. At this point, I'm scared. I don't even want to be down there. I'm thinking in my head, if there's something down here, it can't hurt me. I just need to hurry. I'm almost done. You know, that little mantra you do. It's fine. It's fine. It's Mm -hmm. fine. It's fine. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Then I hear off my right shoulder, get out. In the most creepiest voice. I kind of froze. I could feel the hairs standing straight up. I grabbed all my stuff and ran out of there. I didn't finish mopping. I was just so scared. I didn't want to finish. I just ran out of there. Till this day, I won't step foot down there alone. After that, I had heard of other stories from other cast members who who had experiences down there. And every story had something to do with the men's bathroom. From hearing things and seeing shadow figures... I've had other experiences in the park, but this one was the scariest. Mm-mm. Yeah. My greatest fear, I think, is to see something in a mirror behind me, like in a bathroom, you know? Mm-hmm. That's never happened to me, thankfully, but I think I would probably die of fright. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's creepy. Like, I think that one would be the hardest for me working at, at Disneyland is not not necessarily being one of the the cast members of 
you know, a princess or, you know, guiding people to places and stuff like that. But actually cleaning the park after it's closed, like just Mm -hmm. all that dead silence and spooky, like it's just extra creepy by itself. Yeah. Or what if you were cleaning the it's a small world ride after they turned off the music and the dolls are still like hopping around and stuff. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, no. I'd trade someone that shift. If you guys didn't hear last week's episode, I found out that the it's a small world ride, they don't ever turn off the dolls. They they dance perpetually forever and ever unless they break. So they turn off the lights and the music but not the dancing dolls. Ugh. Yeah. Double <laughs> so, you want me to talk about my next one, or you want to tell us your your next story? Oh, I want to hear more about Disney World. Pirates has always been my favorite, though. Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean. Now, there is a ghost story about the Pirates ride, and I think it's the same story for land and world. Okay. That's the problem, that these ghost stories, I'm, I had trouble confirming them and especially the Pirates of the Caribbean one because that one is said to be centered around a construction worker named George who died while building the ride like he fell to his death or something. I couldn't remember if it was George or Harold or Mm -hmm. Roger or some some name like that but yeah he died and all the cast members have to say goodnight mm-hmm. to him, otherwise he'll knock shit around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's George, and there's actually no record. Not only there's no record of any construction worker named George working there, but there's also no record of any construction worker dying there either, or even having an accident. There's It, it never happened. So I think that story might just be legend. Right, it could be could be tulpa based. It's been said so many times that it came into fruition. But mm. on the flip side, Disney as a whole, because they're such a giant company, um, they try and squash any rumors or you know, word of mouth stories of anyone getting hurt or dying at the parks. Hmm. Now, I read the opposite, that they are really strict about reporting any accidents or deaths or anything in the park, and that their records are really good, and it's easy to find those things. Like, my next thing I'm going to talk about is Space Mountain at Disney World. So, that is supposed to be haunted, and the spirit that haunts it got the nickname Mr. (laughs) One-Way. Okay. (laughs) Which I think is... Awesome, Mr. One-Way on a roller coaster? Like, yes, that that makes total sense. And supposedly this spirit rides in empty seats. So if you have an empty seat in your cart, you need to look at your picture more closely because there might be an extra rider there that shouldn't be. That'll be cool. (laughs) But um, here's the thing, though. I I saw the story of Mr. One-Way, and there is... I did find a picture online where they say they think they see like a shadow figure in the seat. And there's a lot of debate about whether it's just um, edited photo or if it's legit. So you can look that up if you want. So I looked up deaths on the Space Mountain ride in Disney World because I had heard a rumor 
that somebody died on the ride, like they stood up and got decapitated or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to see if that was true. And I did not find any instant instances where someone actually died on the ride. However, I did find four instances where people became injured or ill on the ride and then died later that day at the hospital or died a few days later at the hospital. There have been four times that I found that that happened. Goodness. So um, the first one was in uh, on August 2nd, 1980. A 10-year-old girl became ill during the Space Mountain ride. They took her to a local hospital and she died later that day because she had a heart condition that they didn't know about. Oh. So that's really sad, 10-year-old girl. And then the next one I found was August 1st, 2006. And this was a six-year-old boy who fainted during the ride and then died later that day. Turns out he was, mind you, he was six. He was a terminal cancer patient on a -a make-a-wish trip. Oh, my Lord. Girl, they knew he had all these, he had some kind of cancer and so he got to make a wish trip to Disney World. And they let this six-year-old sick boy ride Space Mountain. And he fainted during it and died later that day. But I mean, if you're going to go, that's the way to go. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess so. The third one is December 7th, 2006. Uh, same year, actually, just later, a couple months later. Now, this one is a 73-year-old man. He lost consciousness during the ride, and he died at a local hospital three days later. And he had a heart condition that I don't think he was aware of. But he was 73, so... You got a lot of conditions. Like, at that point, just go for it. And then this last one is just... It was unnecessary death. So, this last one is July 7th, 2015. So, only, what, seven years ago? Uh, Actually, seven years ago in July. We just hit the, past the date. Um, 55-year-old woman. Wait, what date was it? It was July 7th. Oh, yeah. 2015. So, 55-year-old woman. She died after losing consciousness on the ride. Um, They took her to the hospital. She died at the hospital. But apparently she had lots of heart conditions and she had congenital heart failure. She had, she had known health issues involving her heart and hypertension and she still rode Space Mountain. I didn't think Space Mountain was that intense. It's not. It's a little bit. I mean, it does jostle you around and it, it's got some drops and stuff that that kind of take your breath away for a second, I guess. But I guess to a person who has heart issues or health issues, you know, that would be a bit much. Like the one girl that died, the 10-year-old girl, they said she died from lack of oxygen to her brain because of that heart condition that she had and didn't know about. So when it, with the ride was swoop, swooping her all around, it made her... She couldn't catch her breath. Yeah, she didn't get enough oxygen to her brain. If you go to Wikipedia and you Google um, search, I think I typed in um, deaths at Disney World or something like that. There's an actual Wikipedia page has links to every single ride in the entire park. And you can click on that ride's link and it will tell you all the medical incidents, death or otherwise, just any reported incidents of people 
getting sick on the ride or getting injured or whatever. And that's how I found that information. So it's Wikipedia. So, uh, you know, you decide how accurate you think it might be. (laughs) But yeah. So according to that, no one has ever physically died on Space Mountain. They've died after. Moral of the story is, though, do not pass out on Space Mountain or you will die. Yeah. Because all those people lost consciousness. Don't ride Space Mountain if you got heart problems or you're sick or something, you know? Unless or if that's you what you want. Or you want to go out with a bang. Yeah. Know. Then maybe, I mean, maybe it's good. So that's what I got for that one. Well, that involved a lot of children. So speaking of children, mm-hmm. this uh, cast member story is called Spirit Children, submitted by Tim. It's a short one, but I liked it. (laughs) (laughs) I used to work the swing shift at the stroller shop. So if any of you guys go that have had kids, you know, small children, it's a lot easier just to go rent one of the strollers instead of packing around your own. Yeah. So one night I was clearing Fantasyland of strollers just past 1 a.m. Ooh, that's early. Mm -hmm. That's creepy. Just before the right hour. A co-worker and I were between the carousel and Dumbo when we heard children laughing. We decided to find security and let them know there were still guests in the park. But as we started walking towards the Matterhorn, Dumbo turned on music and all. (laughs) Since we had just finished collecting strollers from the Casey Jones Dumbo queue, we knew that there weren't any attraction cast members operating the ride. So no one was there to turn on the ride and do that kind of stuff. This was just the cleaning crew. Dumbo turns on, starts going. Wow. The Dumbo ride I've been on. Like, there's pictures of me and my mom (laughs) riding that ride. But it's super cute because it's it's little Dumbos that you sit in and it goes up and down and then around in a circle. It's not super fast or anything because it's for littles, but Mm -hmm. it just goes up and down and it's got music from the circus, from the movie and everything like that. So it's a lot of fun if you're a little, little person, little kid. Uh, But yeah, I can just imagine that turning on at 1am and being like, um, yeah. All right, guys, that's what we got for haunted disney both disneyland and disney world but there's one okay so just a bonus right so i happened to find a youtube video of surveillance camera footage from disneyland yes you were telling me about that that? no i I completely forgot and then i was like oh i want to watch it i'm gonna see if i can find it and put a link in the show notes so they caught what looks truly looks like a man but a see-through man walking almost the entire length of Disneyland in the middle of the night. So there's no other guests there. There's no cast members walking around, just this one spirit man. And they show him go from camera to camera. They switch throughout the cameras and show him walking all the way from one end to the other, basically. And then he just disappears. Good Lord. It is the coolest looking thing. That's super cool. So I'll see if I can find it and put the link in the thing because it's really, really cool. 
but if any of you guys have ever experienced anything a little bit out of the ordinary at Disneyland or Disney World, let us know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe we can do another episode on it, but this time it'll be like listener stories from Spooky Disney. So thanks to our new patrons, and we love you guys. Appreciate your support. If any of you want to look into that and see if being a True Hauntings patron is something you want to do, then you can click the link in the show notes and go check it out. If not, just keep on keeping on listening. And uh, we do two bonus episodes every month for our patrons. And um, this month, I think we're going to do... We've been doing episodes on state legends. So we take one legend from each of the United States and talk about it. And we do five of those for one episode. So we've been doing that. But then I'm also going to put a poll on my Patreon account only for my patrons to vote on. And they are going to choose the other bonus episode for July. That'll be fun. Yeah. If you want to have a say in what we talk about on the show, definitely look into being a patron and we will spook you later. Ooh.